Acts chapter uh, 14, verse 27. You could see uh, Apostle Paul preaching at Lystra, return to Antioch, and then here in verse 27, at Acts chapter 14, verse 27. And then, and when they were come, had gathered the church together, they rehearsed all that God had done with them, and how he had opened the door of faith unto the Gentiles. That's all I could say. It's very short. You could uh, see there and the slides and everything. But uh, uh, as I have said, uh, Pastor uh, told me that uh, maybe I could uh, preach on that fire that he asked me. He just preached on fire, brother. Yes, I understand. I could. Uh, so, I have the opportunity why we are there in the mission field. Sometimes we forget to preach on hell. The nature of hell. The lake of fire is real and physical, literal place. We had the reference there in Luke chapter 16. Am I always maybe you heard this is an old before you we got saved we know that there is hell so we don't like to go to hell the same like those people in the mission field they are very afraid if I preach on hell I don't know here it might uh, disappoint unsaved or saved people because hell is a literal place. In Luke 16, verse 24, Jesus says, there is man in hell. It says, I am tormented in this plane. So, first point, brethren, the nature of hell. This is the reference in Revelation 20, verse 14. We use that in our uh, tracks, and death and hell will cast into the lake of fire. That is the second death. There is natural, there is spiritual. But before we go on, let's pray and uh, give, uh, uh, of course, uh, glory to his name, our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, Father, for the opportunity to stand before your people here in Metropolitan Baptist Church. Thank you, Father, for giving me the opportunity uh, uh, to speak uh, to them in regards to your word. Lord, bless them, bless this church, and give them the power to evangelize the area here in uh, Lane Cove. Lord, thank you for our brethren that are are here, bless their family, and uh, encourage us to walk with you day by day. Oh Lord, thank you for uh, this time. I pray that your word will be glorified. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, we could see here the Christian, when he dies, here on earth, his soul and spirit leave his body and goes immediately 
to be with the Lord. It is a really encouragement for a Christian to know that uh, when this life there is, die naturally the body and the grave, but the soul and spirit will go straight to the Lord. The physical earthly body is buried when Jesus returned to earth. The saints already in heaven will return with him and be united with their earthly bodies that comes out from the grave. I do believe that because uh, in the word of God. I believe also that there is hell in our country, there are churches who don't believe in hell. Brother, God is love. That's what they said. We don't believe that he sent us to that place you are talking about. We, didn't, we don't believe in hell. Jesus said that in hell the rich men and Lazarus, when they opened their eyes, what a terrible, the rich man is in torment. Not just because he is rich, he is going to this place called hell. But he doesn't know the Lord. There are many people in our country. It's just like Nicodemus. They don't know how to get saved. They don't know how to be born again. They are very religious, but they don't know. When you ask them, friend, do you know 100% you are going to heaven? Nobody knows. That's what they say. But you believe the Bible. Yes, of course. Okay, could you please read this line? That's what he said. I said to them, the Bible wrote to us to know that we have that eternal life. This is written in First John 5 verse 13. This is written that you may know that you have eternal life. Amen. And this life in, is in his son Jesus Christ. Amen. So hell is a terrible place to go. Even the rich man, imagine, he bent a drop of water to cool his tongue. That encourage us to go to the mission field. When you meditate on those things, when you meditate on the suffering of Jesus Christ, I could read Isaiah chapter 53 if you have the chance to read that. He endured the pain. He endured the shame that uh, he suffered because he loved us so much. He come here into this earth, sin cursed earth. To save sinner, just like this, he came into the world to save sinner, but he did not come for the righteous but the sinners into repentance. What a blessed hope. We can meditate how, what is heaven. 
Heaven is a place that no more sorrow, no more pain. Trials and testing in this earth. COVID, even there, they close us for almost three months because there is one that infected even my wife. They don't want, and they told us that don't go near to this place. They blocked the way and everything. I could not go out anywhere. Pastor, please don't go anywhere. You are senior citizen. Senior citizens is not <laughs> really, could not really go out. But praise the Lord, we lose heaps of members there. Because they think, uh, uh, brethren, that when you got this COVID-19, they die. They could not survive. Because they saw from, um, there is a provincial uh, hospital, when they got COVID, even in our uh, town, uh, and the cemetery in our town, they just, you cannot see your, your uh, family if they die with COVID. They straight away, they dig a hole and they just put in there. That's it. So trials, brethren, to start a church is very hard. But uh, the Lord, as long as you are faithful, going out there to serve the Lord, telling about how they could be saved, the Lord is merciful. Imagine I have a prayer point here last year and this year. I have the opportunity to witness and nearly people who come to, uh, you know, I don't realize when I witness them, not even four days, they pass away. Imagine that uh, opportunity. If you are thinking these people are already there, uh, lying in their bed, and then there is no hope for them. What an opportunity I, I want there. Maybe, uh, one of our members, they told me his dad got stroke, and I went there, got the oxygen, and I have the opportunity to lead him unto the Lord. And I know that he, he heard me because when I witnessed there, in besides the bed, when, please follow after me, ready. And it comes, his eyes open. Please could not believe. He opened his eyes wide like that. And I know that he heard that. That's what I, I want to rehearse what is going on there. It's not uh, we have an update, but we have also update here, our prayer requests and everything. So uh, we could see of course, uh, point number two for the unsaved. After he dies, after he dies on earth, his soul and spirit will 
go immediately to hell. That's what the Bible says. In hell, he will be confused in possession of all his faculties of mind, memory and conscience. He will be confused there. Hence, there will be a conscious suffering and torment in hell, just like in Luke chapter 16, if you uh, will put there, if you have a Bible in Luke uh, chapter 16, brethren. Verse 23, it describes an example of the suffering of the rich man in hell. Chapter 16, verse uh, 23. And in hell he lift up his eyes being in torment, and sees Abraham apart hope, and Lazarus and his bosom. The body for the, for the time being will remain in the, uh, in the grave, when Christ Jesus returned to judge the world, the condemned will be reunited with their earthly bodies that come out from the grave. Once judgment is declared, he is cast into the lake of fire. Do you like your friend, your loved ones to go there? I don't think so. Here is the experience in hell. Point number three, experiences in hell. Hell is a place of bodily suffering, as you we read there in Luke 16:23. As the rich man lift up his eyes being in torment. A person destined to hell will not take anything with him. But he will take his memory. His memory, brethren, with him, like uh, we read in verse 25. But Abraham sa said, Son, remember that thou in lifetime receivest the good thing and likewise Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted and thou art tormented. He brings his memory. Here, the rich man in hell was asked to remember his past by Abraham. Imagine, he remember how uh, when he is a drunkard, he will remember his mistreated, uh, that he mistreated his wife, maybe most of people that is broken family because of this. Liquor that uh, even in there in the Philippines, families are broken. There's no peace with them because one of the devils, devils work. They want to destroy churches. There are brethren that come to know the Lord. It's too hard for them to even though I preach to them, our bodies, the temple of God, don't defile. They preach on alcohol, 
they could not still remove. But uh, I just pray unto the Lord. They are trying to uh, to get rid of that. I have uh, one done his name. I lead him unto the Lord. He got baptized. But uh, brethren, we are still in the place. The place really is our one of our enemy. He is one of the traffic enforcer there. They invite him because one of their fellow uh, traffic enforcer got a stroke. He died. And they he offered him. He want to get rid of this alcohol, but he offered him. They just, uh, you know, there is a what they call. It's only once you can try it. Then he, he got this alcohol and drink. Maybe he come to realize that he's already intoxicated. Like that, our place, if you will not submit to the Holy Spirit, you grieve him. What he did, brethren, he did not re even realize that he, he got this uh, bottle and he just smashed in his head. That's what he said. And then he called me pastor. He's crying on the other line. I am he here in in jail. What happened? I don't even know it. I have that influence of uh, liquor that I'm not doing it, but I don't know why. He asked us to, I did not even eat morning, lunch. So I called one of our uh, members, please come, I don't want to involve there, I don't want to go inside the jail. Could you be able to come and help me? So we went there, gave him uh, food. That's how the devils work. He want to destroy the church. And the church, oh, pastor, don't you know that? Gossip everywhere. Of course, the church is not uh, happy. The people are uh, laughing at us because we have a member that something like troublemaker. But praise the Lord. I told him, God loves you. Don't be discouraged. Pray. Claim that promise in 1 June 1 9. If you confess your sin, He is faithful and just forgive us our trespasses and sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. My brother is. While we are still on earth, while we are still in this body, nobody could, could tell that you cannot tempt, that Satan could not tempt us to sin. But he always uh, faithful, our Lord Jesus Christ is always faithful. So, just to to share to you the old story, I don't know. But uh, hell is a place without hope. Nowhere 
is the word hope associated with hell. The word hope is always related to Jesus or eternity in heaven. The hope is found in the belief in Jesus' name. They have to believe that. That's my first verse when I come to the Lord, uh, September 1994. John 3.16. And uh, when I see uh, Sister, uh, I remember when I got baptized there uh, somewhere in Bankstown. And uh, uh, of course, uh, Alice, uh, grand Alice? Alice's uh, grandpa baptized me there. He don't have any uh, before we go home on that uh, picnic before. And I asked him, Pastor, I want to get baptized. And of course, he's telling us about baptism. He's uh, discipling us, discipling me with my wife. He's very gracious, even though he's tired. He come to our rented house, he disciple us with uh, this uh, big brother. And uh, what on earth if I could not uh, do this uh, obedience unto the Lord? Baptism. And we went there. You could see that, uh, Brother Expedito. Shark infested area. But uh, I asked him, uh, I want to get baptized. Oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> we went there. And I saw our brethren there. I am this eye singing there when I got baptized. Uh, and then they are, when I come out on the water and our brethren is there in the sea, seashore, they sing unto me, there's a joy in my heart. But after that, brethren, there is always trial. When it's smooth sailing like that, you expect that there is trials. I got an operation, a by, five bypass operation. Uh, that was uh, 1998. June 30, 1998. Oh Lord, you changed me. You changed my heart. Please give me another chance to say, to serve you. That's what I prayed. And that's time I commit to the Lord. Every Saturday, almost every day, I went out giving leaflets because I know that redeeming the time I could not buy back the time. It's opportunity. I marked my date. I asked 10 years for my life. Brethren, ours, our Lord is very gracious and faithful unto us. 24 years now. I got my daughter. I got sick on the other side, the children ministry before. That was 1998. He got uh, almost in coma with her diabetic type one, diabetic. I went there, I asked, uh, and I'm on the other sides of the hospital. They asked me, you need to have operation by Monday. They don't want to send me out. And I asked the doctor, I want to see my daughter because she's sick and the children and children hospital. And I went there they give me at least 30 minutes, and you should come back within 30 minutes. I stay there for maybe two hours, and they are panicked already. They thought I'm already 
stroke where on the street wherever I am. And when I come back, oh, Expedito, you really give us a hard time. We are looking for you. We call everything. I don't have anyway uh, mobile before then. But anyway, this is a long story. I, I, I make sure that, uh, I don't know, I spent already 35, 40 minutes. I don't know. I it's still in my, and my preaching is not even uh, a half. <laughs> it's still an introduction, I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, I leave that. It's uh, always, uh, maybe you heard everything about uh, uh, hell. So I, I, I leave some of these. <coughs> uh, just to let you know and encourage you to go, please go out and tell people about uh, how they could be, they could get that salvation. Amen. You know that, Acts 4.12, there's none other name in heaven and in earth where we must be saved. Amen. It's our Lord Jesus Christ. Because in hell is a place of blackness and darkness. Uh, you know, Jesus Christ represents light. And anything opposite to light is darkness. <coughs> Hell is a lake of fire. Yes, my brethren. Hell is a place of thirst. A drop of water. Imagine the rich man sought to me a mere drop of water to cool his tongue. I don't like, and even the rich man, he doesn't like his five brothers to go into that place of torment. Imagine, he's in hell, he remembers his brother, he doesn't like his brothers, five brothers to go into that place. While we are still here, we have the opportunity to tell people about the Lord. Please don't hesitate to go and tell people about the Lord. Because in hell, my brethren, is a place where God is cursed. Imagine that in Revelation 16, verse 11. How is that, my brother? You might ask me, but look in Revelation chapter 16, verse 11. You could see that God will be <clears throat> hell is a place where God is cursed. In the book of Revelation, <clears throat> chapter 16, verse 11, <clears throat> here we could read in verse 11, and blaspheme the God of heaven because of their pain and their souls and repented and repented not of their deeds. So you could see God will be blasphemed by those who go to hell. Hell is a hideous sound. Imagine in Luke chapter 13 verse 28. Maybe you have a, a little bit uh, Bible study in here. 
in Luke chapter 16, uh, chapter 13, brethren. In Luke chapter 13, verse 28, we could read here, Hell is a place of hideous sound. We could read here in verse 28, There shall be weeping, gnashing of teeth. That's what we read here. When ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God. And you yourself thrust out. But you could read there, there is a hideous sound, include weeping and gnashing of teeth. As I have said a while ago, hell is a place where those already there do not want their loved ones to come into that place. Jesus warns, warned of this happening. In Luke 16, verse 28, brethren. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come into this place of torment. It's all about hell. I should uh, preach on uh, Psalm 126. Five and six, but uh, I just encourage to preach this because uh, oh brother just preach fire on fire, but I understand that I preach really maybe a hard or whatever. So, but it so happened that uh, I prepare one of my preaching cell. So here is a place of mixed company. In Revelation 21, verse 8, we read that, uh, brethren, in Revelation verse 21. In Revelation chapter 21, Verse 8, we could read here, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and whosoever and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Hell is a place of mixed company. This means spending with spending eternity with murderers. Imagine that. Spending eternity with murderers, liars, fearful, and the abominable. What a place. Do you like your brethren, your natural brothers, relative friends to go that place. When you 
Somebody goes there, I have a friend, Father Abraham. Please send somebody, you might, they might tell that, but we are here as a Christian. It's not, it's not only, uh, a witnessing is not only for the pastors, the teachers, deacons, or we are all have that ministry of reconciliation. We have that opportunity to reach out for the lost. If you love the Lord, if you love me, keep my commandments. And he said unto us, go into all the world and preach the gospel. And lo, I am baptizing them in the, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. But the outstanding encouragement unto us, the Lord Jesus, and I am with you always. Just go into his harvest. That's why says in his word, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray that there's somebody going there to have that, uh, that uh, harvest is ready. Just go out there. There are people who are ready to harvest. If you knock on the door, sometimes they abuse you. Sometimes they swear at us. But there is always in the other house that you don't know. Even though, oh, I don't want to go to this place. I want to get saved. You don't have to explain too much how to get saved. Yes, I'm a sinner. Yes, I believe that there is a gift that comes from God, that he loves me. He proved his love toward us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died, died for us. It's not like the Pharisee and the publican. This publican, he tells about his virtue. I give tithes and give. I fast and everything. And even, even tell, it's not like this publican, but our right, our right, what they call our righteousness is a filter. Salvation is a gift of God. Not by works of righteousness that we have done, but according to his mercy. What? A blessing, opportunities to serve the Lord. Hell is a place of no rest. This natural desire will be denied. Revelation 14, and then I'll give the conclusion. Revelation chapter 14. If I'm not mistaken on my <coughs> reference, Revelation 14, verse 11. <coughs> Here is, hell is a place of no rest. Verse 11, and the smoke of their torment ascended up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night who worship the beast and his image 
and whosoever received the mark of his name. My brethren, hell is a place of no rest. So in conclusion, brethren, if we really believe in hell from our heart, I suggest that we would be more likely to weep over the untold, the untold millions of people who are destined to go there. Again, I say, pray that the Lord gives you a burden for the lost souls. Until you do, you will have more difficulty in leading lost souls to Christ. So I believe that they encourage us all to go out there. Yes, there are so many uh, obstacles. Sometimes our flesh are very cold. It's raining, whatever, but there is no excuse to each and every one of us. There is always opportunity to share the gospel. So, uh, I believe, I know that uh, you have a program. Uh, I don't know how, ma how many Baptist churches here at Lane Cove, I don't know. But uh, I hope they have a, what they call a soul winning program so that we could reach uh, the Lord as a co-laborers in Christ, those people who are saved in the Philippines. You are part of those. Your generosity, your prayer, spiritually, and of course, your, what can I say? You are a part of those uh, souls that got saved. You are supporting us monetarily. What an encouragement to us when I get the message. Because there are times we do like this, we do like that. But mommy, what do we get? Money for the gasoline to go to the city. Sometimes we just eat the things that we set aside. We don't have much uh, supporter support because we just go by faith, walk by faith. So it's really a blessing when we heard here a prayer points. Could you send us sisters and brothers? We really, really blessed to hear from here to hear to your church, to ask us what is your prayer request. What a blessing. And when we uh, receive a message like that, mommy, we had a request. We sit down there, we pray about it, specific uh, prayer that we send here. Imagine, when we ask prayers, as I heard a while ago, you heard them. You are a part of that mission that we are doing. Let's pray.